Love Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Tuesday tonight's show is called Wood Laws. Um, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you remember, a couple months ago I did a show with a gentleman named Michael David Wood, and we had a very explosive show because see what Wood likes to do, that's what we call him. His hashtags are Zaddy Talk, Zaddy, hashtag Z-A-D-D-Y. And if you are following me on Instagram, at miss.d.scott. We shot a lot of footage last night, and actually he has the plates <laughs> while he's in branding on his vet that say Zaddy. So he's not just, you know, saying shit. He really is living his brand. So basically I feel that um, there were, you know, with, with Wood, it was my first time meeting him actually. So, of course, you know, he's larger than life, big old bright smile, he brings his cameraman with him. So it's all professional. It's all love. Um, I come down to Houston a couple times a year because I actually drop my son off to see his dad. And then I fly back home and then I fly back down to pick him up and then I fly back home. And so there's nothing greater than being able to see where you spent your money at in your child's smile. And I'm not talking his braces. So basically, you know, I get to Houston, I, you know, I see my ex-husband and I'm just really glad that we're in a place right now as adults where, you know, it's really all that's important is the children. So our son and his daughter and I have pictures of them posted, they look just alike. And so, you know, what I find funny about Wood is that uh, upon meeting him, you know, he was about business. Everything was, was what it was. He introduced me to two phenomenal women yesterday, uh, Melissa and Michelle, both of them straight boss. You know, you're talking about when the one chick told me she had two fandoms, she bought her damn self and a stable of horses, she bought her damn self, okay, and she's 30 years old. Yeah, I felt some kind of way about that. So I love coming to the larger, major metropolitan cities and just seeing different things. And, I mean, I'm pretty well-traveled, but it's just that, you know, for the last two years, because of my illness, because I was sick, things like that, I couldn't really grind as hard as I wanted to, because when they say health is wealth, they really mean that shit. And so coming down here, putting things into perspective, saying, okay, Denise, when you get home, these are the things that you have to do. And then watching woodwork. I mean, you have no idea how many stills and how many videos were shot, because what you didn't see is that if you were on his Snapchat or my Snapchat, or even on my Instagram, you see me in the drop top driving. What you didn't see was that there was a truck behind us with his camera crew following us down the street, getting that shot for his upcoming, you know, pieces that he has to get done. He has a lot of material coming out. He's coming on the show tonight. So I'll definitely make sure that you guys to hear what he has coming. Cause I don't want to spoil it. But for me, it's great to always be able to link up with people and now his 200 and something thousand views on YouTube end up, you know, cross-referencing me in some kind of way because I'm not, I mean, I'm on YouTube, but not really. And so last night I physically watched this man film 
Melissa and I um, on his show on Facebook Live, and then he was filming it. His camera guy was filming it for YouTube, and then there was another camera set up for something else that he was doing so he could do the edit. So when you talk about somebody that's really about their business, you know, I said last night, you know, I said, you know, when you're a woman in business, you can't afford to be polite. And not only can we not afford to be polite, there's not very many other women in this business, so we have no choice but to work for men, you know, or with men. And so it's always um, comforting and relaxing to see somebody that's coming at you about business in this paper, as opposed to coming at you on some old like, damn, shoddy, you, you know what I'm saying? So that was always very refreshing because, you know me, I have to shut that shit down immediately, immediately. So I am going to start the show off before Wood calls in with, um, Y'all know that when, when Jay-Z dropped that 444, you know I loved it. You know, I brought it down here with me. You know, I bump it all the time. So I'm going to start out with one of my favorite tracks off it before Wood calls, and I got to get my rosé ready, and then my girl Liz came through today. We have to go. We have a little uh, situation we have to attend to tonight. So I'm going to start it out with one of my favorite Jay-Z tracks, and I hope y'all like it because it ain't the one you think it is. Now greetings to the world. Youngster no live in a tenement yard. No. Good boy no live in a tenement yard. Too much watch you watch you watch you too much so 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 so. Them chatty chatty chatty. All is pretty. Sean caught that shit nigga ho. Sean was on that gospel shit. I was on the total fucking opposite shit. Up a million dollars in the stock draw. That's a raw chest in case you need your chest knocked off. Y'all be talking crazy under the IG pictures. But when you get the hell, you tell them Blanco sent you. I can't take no threats, I got a set of twins. Those are just the words you never hear again. For the final time, you don't believe these fools. I never seen a worker rock so many jewels. I never seen a runner with so many cars. Y'all couldn't stop me, you're not as tough as you say you are. My advice is just don't be too nice to niggas. Just set the price to niggas and live your life, my nigga. Once upon a time in the projects, Sean was in flight mode. I bought a Pyrex. I was in fight mode. Oh, now it's fuck me, mijo. I was moving them kilos. Help you move your peoples. Sometimes you need your ego. Gotta remind these fools who they effing with. But we got effing too. Before we had A&Rs, we had ARs too. We the only ones really moving like y'all say y'all do. We still moving like y'all niggas say y'all did. Emory passed you niggas and he did a bit. Tata jumped over niggas, he like 5'6. Got the heart of a giant, don't you ever forget. Don't you never forget. Jigga got this shit poppin'. I pulled out the pot when we was out of options. Youngster no live in a tenement yard. Good boy no live in a tenement yard. Too much watch it, watch it, watch it. Them so, 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 so. Too much chatty, chatty, chatty. Fuck chatty, all this pretty so, Sean so, Carter so, shit, nigga, ho. Put that drum in your ear, don't get smirked. I Bobby Smurda, anybody you heard of. Niggas could not be further. I bother your style. Birth of a nation, that Turner style. Uh, y'all make me turn up all this talking down. Uh, niggas are skipping leg day just to run their mouth. I be skipping leg day, I still run the world. I press the head of your team with one finger curl. I line you all up with one finger wave. Make niggas weed. Niggas is out here fake. Lace front to the back, don't front. Y'all gon' make me wig, I'ma kill y'all what y'all want, uh. Youngster no live in a tenement yard. Shedlocks no live in a tenement yard. Too much watch you, watch you, watch you, and them so, 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 so. Too much chatty, 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 and them so, 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 so. Can't you see it's my ambition? I come tonight, stop the whole nation. What a bum bum, Lord, I miss a what a bum bum. Do it, Jack. Can't you see it's my ambition? I come tonight up the whole nation. What a bam bam, what a bam bam. I don't give a goddamn, I don't give a goddamn. When me come a dance, I'ma slip on guineas. Yo, crowd of people go and mind your business. This hunting season, make I tell you hunting season. Well, I tell you something season. Yo, this hunting season. Cake and dumpling season. Spinners and dumplings. 
No play by the king, love the line I ain't bringing up. Vice to the one fan, go the banking, top ranking, keep it shanking. Ooh wee, uh-huh. Hear me now. All right, y'all, we're going to go to the first caller, and if it's who I think it is, we can get this show on the road. Caller, are you there? <laughs> Hola, como esta, mi amor? Mira, bien, y tú? Mira. Hey, más o menos, <laughs> más o menos. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we got, since he want to speak Spanish, because we down here in Texas, me hermano, uh, uh, Michael David Wood is on the line with you guys, and I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to them again, because now we're going to get more in depth about the brand. Well, uh, greetings to the Zero Fucks Nation. <laughs> yes. I am Wood, your friendly neighborhood favorite writer, favorite storyteller thing. <laughs> where they can find you, your hashtags, because I put your hashtags on the show, so you can actually you. go and repost my show on your page, you know, for all the ones that love me so much on your page. <laughs> so, tell you, so tell you what, uh, hashtag, you can hashtag Zaddy, Z-A-D-D-Y, talk, T-A-L-K, hashtag Woodlife, W-O-D-L-I-F-E, you'll find me. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into it. So people don't know because, you know, a lot of people underestimate the Internet. And they're all like, oh, it's just the Internet. And actually, the Internet is a very powerful tool, which is how you and I ended up meeting for the very first time yesterday. Mm-hmm. So upon meeting, what was your first um, initial response when we first met? Because I think that people think, like, one way about me, and I don't think it's really that way. that it, They should think. I think I'm – a different way, but you tell them what you think. I will, you know, I mean, we talked several times outside the show and, you know, for me, it was as advertised. Everything was okay. as I expected it to be, right? As seen on TV, if you will. Straight, no chaser, translucent, raw, on edge, um, deep, opinionated, funny as hell, aggressive, like, you know, just how you present 100%. Good, because I don't want, yeah, you know, and the same thing, like when we met, you're smiling, you know, you pull up with your camera guy, you know, everything was exactly as advertised. And I think that that's the number one thing. I actually just did an article for uh, Buffalo Black Book about, you know, how people are not who they are, you know, in real life on the Internet. And I think that that led you mm-hmm. to the illustrious videotaping at the gas station where you're like, you know, people are saying like, oh, you're fronting about this and oh, you're fronting about that. And then you cut away to show like your Jeep, the vet, the personalized license plate, you know what I'm saying? Walking up in Kona Grill, Mm -hmm. no issues, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh In the Galleria. And I think that that's important for people to know. So now here's where it gets deep. So we did a whole day of shooting yesterday and I'm sitting here like what exactly are we shooting for and then when you told me the imagery and the ideas and it all made sense so now do you want to share with people anything about wood loss because I wanted to talk about the wood loss just because I feel like what you're trying to do is bring people to the round table to get an understanding without talking at them and without it being oh this is a panel of experts and they know more about relationships and x y and z than you because they went to school or, you know, yeah. because there's somebody's grandmother. So what is one of your wood laws? Uh, what most popular one, probably about two, 2 million views is. You know which one law. is my favorite. Um, it's related to 237, I believe. You know, if she won't, if she won't submit, it's because you ain't shit. Or at least you haven't presented yourself to be shit or be worthy of submitting to. And, you know, my, my, the crux of my brand and the way I live my life is living to the limit and loving it alive. But more importantly, on a deeper level, what it's really about is thinking. I just want people to understand. Everybody knows their what's, but they don't know their why's. So if they take time to understand their why's a lot of time, their what's change. So why you want what you want, why you think you should have what you have, why you think you should deserve it, why you take the shit that you take, why you have the same patterns. Why haven't you achieved the level of success you want to? Why have you achieved it? Understanding the why and, and thinking through it. And then the other thing that I want to do, that I'm, going, that I'm doing, because I don't want shit, the other thing that I'm doing is I'm fortunate enough to have a really diverse circle, 
of people. Mm-hmm. And from all walks of life, everything from corporate to criminals, entrepreneurs, you name mm-hmm. it. And I believe in shattering stereotypes. So all this 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 glass house of imagery, particularly for people of color, that we're either this or that, that's not who people are. That's definitely the people that I know. So I really want to right. – I'm going to – expose people to different ways to achieve their goals and show people who are doing it, right, and doing it on their own terms. Um, and, the, you know, just to add to that, what I want to do is people who are just truly white-collar, goody two-shoes, et cetera, I want to wake up the hustler in them. I want to wake up the street person in them, you know, w- oh, wake up, wake up the corner here. boy within them. Yep. And then for those that are truly submerged into the life, quote-unquote, I want to wake up the corporate maven that's inside of them. Right. That's the balance exactly. is where it is. And I just think by showing it and showing it in women, showing it in men of various ages, you know, particularly people 40 and below that are doing it and doing it on their own terms, most of all, most of who have had tough times and went broke once or twice and got it back again and did it, it it'll change your perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like another popular law, and I have to look up the number is, you know, if the person that you that sleeps in your bed every night is not your emergency contact, you should get them up out your bed the next morning. I agree. Right? Because and I'm gonna I'm gonna you, yeah, I'm gonna add to that. Yeah, go ahead. So your wood law with if she won't submit, it's because you ain't shit. That is a, that was my favorite mm-hmm. one and the reason that was my favorite one is because here we are black women, it's two thousand seventeen, Latina women, whatever. And there's this preconceived notion that, oh, that's why you didn't find a husband because you won't submit, you won't make him eggs the way he wants. That's not what submission is. First of fuck of all, I'm supposed to submit to my husband, not Ray Ray from up the block. It's a fact. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to submit to somebody that I feel is going to be, you know, we're going to share a last name and DNA. Other than that, I don't have to do anything. Now, submission is not, oh, I let you tie me up in the dog collar and lock me in a closet type. And I think that a lot of black women are scared of the word submission. But let's be clear. A, a man, like a man that a woman is really in love with or really feeling can get his woman to do anything. Bark at the moon. You can get a woman that is 100% in love with you to do anything. And so it does make sense that if she won't submit to you, rule number one is because she doesn't trust you. And so a lot of people think that sex is just this carnal act. and It's just, oh, well, you know, we just freaks. And that's, no, that's all based on trust. So maybe the freak that you pull out of her, right, is different than what she's been with somebody else because she didn't trust them. You see what I mean? So especially I know personally in my relationship, so when it comes to certain things, I trust him 100%. So I know he's not going to do X, Y, and Z. But I don't trust him in other things that I know for a fact that he would do. So my submission level is about, you know what I'm saying, 50-50 with that. Now, what I can say is you said about the emergency contact, I just had a situation where whenever anything is wrong with my bank account, they freeze the whole shit. They freeze the whole shit. We got to send you a new car, whatever, whatever. Of course, this happens holiday weekend. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, I have no cash on hand. Now, I can go to the bank, but then again, I can't because it's holiday weekend. I have no card. So my dude came through. What were you going to do today? I said, oh, I was going to take my son shopping and do whatever I needed to do, whatever, whatever. And I was like, but I'll just wait till Tuesday because that's just how I am. Like, there's food in the house, gas in the car. We good. You know, he's like, nah, go ahead, get him, let's go. You know, so that was a first for me, like in an emergency where somebody really came all the way to fuck through for me. Miss, I got, you know what I'm saying? I got it. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't need nothing. I don't need, you know what I mean? So I think that it also goes into what you and I discussed last night where you were saying like the woman that doesn't ask for anything is the one that's going to get everything. So of course I give him the money back. You know what I'm saying? Because he dropped several hundred dollars that day, went grocery shopping the whole nine. And so for me, that was like in my relationship, that was a cornerstone for me because I was like, wow, this is somebody that really, if I really needed him, he was right there, right? But then again, all the other shit that's going on, you're just like, really, is it, is it, <laughs> is it really worth it? But it was good to know that in that situation, he came all the way through. So in that moment, it solidified a lot of things with me and him as far as 
even if the relationship was to end, that's still my people. I would never want to see him fucked up. And I think that a lot of us have problems parting ways because of the submission issue, right? It's easy to to, to fucking leave a motherfucker that you ain't never submitted to. <laughs> Sexually, mm-hmm. physically, financially, it's easy to leave a motherfucker to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're not invested. I can't function in relationships where I'm the man and the woman in the relationship. I can't do that. You know what so I'm saying? This, I have right? to submit. Hmm? So dig this. So one of, one of the things where people get it twisted and get it misconstrued, and even in that particular video, I kind of touch on this, and I'm going to do a longer piece about it, right? People see, see submission as a sign of weakness, when in actuality, no, submission is a, is a sign of courage and strength. But the part of it is people want to go part and parcel, and they don't. They want to pick and choose what they like instead of accepting something in totality. So, for example, mm-hmm. for the man who wants a woman to submit to him, he has to submit to the role and the responsibility that comes yep. attached with that. So until he submits to that, he hasn't earned the opportunity to be submitted to. And then the other part, and I, you know, I got this from my pop, right, is you know, submission is not a dictatorship. It is not saying nope. that you're less than me. It is not saying you're just doing it because I say so. What it is, I respect the role. I respect who you are, and I respect what it is. In this relationship, this is the hierarchy, right? This is how it falls. But this is what it is. But we're equal partners within this. You're my equal. We're just varying roles to get it done. And one of the ways that I try to open it up for dudes to crack their heads open to it, because, you know, they, again, talk submission is weakness. Well, if that's the case, we all, you know, we all watch pro sports. Why is a, you know, a damn three hundred pound linebacker suspended to, you know, submitting to a hundred eighty pound coach who ain't ever played pro ball? Because that's the role, and that's what comes with it, right? So that's what happens with that. So if the dude is the, the, the cat's in corporate America or whatever the case may be, he's submitting to somebody. If the cat's on the block, he's submitting to someone. If the cat has a business. He should, at, at a minimum, be submitting to his customer base or to his clients, no matter what it is. So understanding that and then what it comes down to, which boils back, is to leadership. Because, see, people want people to submit, but they aren't leaders and don't have leadership qualities. And there are many leadership styles. The pre- what I practice in business and relationships is servant leadership, right? So I serve those that right. I lead and I lead by example. So I don't have to, and I've never had the problems that the dudes talk about with women. I just, I just right. have about but she I won't do this. And I don't women. even, I don't even know that. Like, no, but this is the deal. The same one who's busting somebody else upside the head is gonna fold for me. And that's not a statement. Say, wait, wait a I want you to say that of, again. Say it again. The same one who's gonna bust another dude upside the head is gonna break down like a shotgun and fold for me. Mm-hmm. That is just how it is. And that's not a statement of arrogance. But what it is, no, I mentioned. I know exactly. It's what like penit- it's like penitentiary rules, right? You got to give respect to get respect. So I give coming in, right? I give, I give, I show what time it is, and it, when I show what time it is, that's either going to attract the people that can run on the clock, or it's going to repel the people who cannot. Period. And that's what it is. Now so let me touch the, on the, that. Just, See, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, see, I usually end up with a man that thinks he's a dictator, right? And you, you know mm-hmm. my personality, so you know that that's not going to work. Because really, and a lot of the women on your show last night had, I mean, I had angry faces, at least a thousand of them. But I think it's because we're so used to women being pretty and being, you know, like flowers and, oh, she's delicate, and I am not this way. I was the only girl you know, in my house, and my father ruled the home. Iron fist, whatever you want to call it, my mother. You know, so submission for me was not just because she had the, the food on the table when when he came home. Submission for me is I feel safe. I feel safe enough mm-hmm. that I know that nobody is going to fuck with me when I'm with this person. I have to feel safe. If I don't feel safe, I'm not going to fuck with you because now you put me in a position where I have to be the man at some point, maybe I got to pull my piece and you not, and you a punk, and I can't do that. Submission to me is, okay, you know, my man went ahead and took care of some bills of mine. I don't have bills. So for him to do something like that, even though I know, like, we've done, he's spent 
a lot more money on me than that before in the past, but I'm just saying, like, that particular time was really special because that was a need. That was not like, oh, I just want this. No, that was a need. And he did it with no qualms, didn't make me feel fucked up about it. Matter of fact, I didn't even ask. So to me, that one, he could get whatever he wants. You see what I'm saying? Because I didn't even have to ask. Because, first of all, I wouldn't have asked. It would have been like shards of glass coming from my throat. But you know why? Because I'm used to dealing with men that try to break me down. You know, I'm used to dealing with men that are trying to be dictators. You can't dictate to me. We're either a team or it's not going to (laughs) work. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to work. Because there are Mm -hmm. certain things about men that women don't understand that submission brings out of men. If you submit to your man, right, do you know how much easier his day is going to go? Because he ain't got to worry about coming home and fighting a war with you. You understand what I'm saying? He's like, nah, my girl's good. We good. You understand what I'm saying? So he can go to work and get all the money. And you know how I feel about getting all the money. You understand what I'm saying? If you submit to your man and you allow him to do whatever it is he does. See, and that's the other thing, too, which is, you know, I wasn't shocked that my man was that way. I was just like, he really is, is you know what I'm saying, is that he was raised the same way that I was. So it was it was good for me to see that. But then there's a lot of other shit that goes on that I won't submit to him about, but it's almost like a power struggle. So how do you think in a relationship you're trying to submit to each other, and I get that it's in stages, but how do you get past that power struggle when you love somebody and you're just like, I, you know what I'm saying, I know you love me, but because you won't do this, I really can't fuck with you. You know what I mean? Well, so, so the way you get past it is not to get into it. And this is the deal, right? People have a ten- People in general have a tendency to give all their power up to somebody who doesn't earn it and doesn't deserve it. Oh, in yeah, every situation, sure. and this is business and this is a relationship. You know, there's a, there's a saying, cliche, control the things that you control. And there are a lot of things that one can't control in this world. But what one can control is the rules of engagement that surround themselves. They can't control that. Now, that comes with consequences. You, you work at a nine to five and you, you're just not going to let somebody disrespect you. That may mean walking off your job and losing your security blanket, but you, <laughs> you right. do control that, right? So what happens is we get in a relationship too quick. We get the warm and goodies. You know, somebody made you rock hard. Somebody made you juicy wet, whatever it is. You can get the warm and fuzzies, getting your feces, and we're just going to roll with it, and we're going to make it happen. <clears throat> not understanding the practicality of it, not coming into this, knowing what your non-negotiables are. You can negotiate about anything but your non-negotiables. So if you need X and Y, then you don't budge on X and Y. You take whatever consequence comes with that, but you do that up front. Mm-hmm. What happens is people come in making these fucking deals, and then they want to change the game. Somebody, one of them wants to change the game in the ninth inning. And it, 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 that's a recipe for disaster. So before the CPs get involved, right, be pragmatic in your approach. And that's one of the reasons, which leads to another world law, right? People need to understand the poison in a pattern. And if they look back to their patterns, what they'll find out is it's the upfront choices. It's not necessarily the decisions that were made once they got into something. It was decisions that were made before they got into it because that precipitated that, right? And once you start giving, things happen. It's like anything else. Um, you know, you can have a you can have a, the coastline on the east coast or the west coast, right? You got all this rock, all this sand and all that been there for eons but once the shoreline starts eroding it doesn't stop so the things that you don't want to erode you have to stand on that so when it comes to your self-respect when it comes to how you've been treated when it comes to knowing your triggers right so if you know that based on the history of your relationships x has happened and that's a trigger for you that makes you feel some kind of way maybe you're not past that and will never be past it that way so what right. you shouldn't do is put yourself in a situation where that's going to be a trigger for you. So let's put it in a dude's perspective. Say some dude has been, you know, allowed himself to be broken or juiced or ran over by a woman or get taken for money or whatever, and he knows mm-hmm. that's a thing for him, right? He knows that's a trigger. Even if it smells like that, it sends him into a different right. direction Even if as to how McDonald's. he looks at or treats <laughs> Even if it's Even how he looks at or how he treats the situation. If that is the case and he's not past it, doesn't know how to get past it, or chooses not to get past it, he wants to own that and hold it. And that's a whole circle of women 
that he shouldn't be involved with, right? Or dude, say dude's been cheated on, right? By say he's a what we'll call a universally unattractive dude or a weak dude or whatever, and he's been cheated on by a hot girl. Oh my god! Yeah. Or you know he's been quote unquote cheated on by you know a hot girl or whatever the case may be, right? Well, if that's the case, and you know you can't handle that, or you can't handle dealing with a popular woman, or whatever the case may be, then don't even jump into that pool. One, it's not for you. I I tell women that are interested in me in a heartbeat, this probably isn't for you. I, you you yeah. should really think twice before you deal with me. Not that I'm not a nice person, <laughs> I am. Not that I won't blow your mind, because I will. Not that I won't see through your, off your feet, because it's it's a, it's an inevitability price that you're gonna have to pay for that. How do you feel about sharing me with 50000 women? Can you really deal with that? Oh, my God. How do you Say feel about again, knowing this thing going so Please. Yeah, like how do you feel please. about sharing me with 50000 women? How, how do you feel about that? Now, and I'm going to speak on that. And that's mm-hmm. now. Exactly. You ain't even put the book out yet. Now, yeah. here's my dilemma. My dilemma is this. So when I'm at home, I live in a small town, whatever, whatever, but I'm always big town girl. I, I stay traveling. My issue is, you know, if you're with, you know, your significant other every day and, like, in that particular city, you know, everybody knows you as just regular. But when you go out of town, you got a cab driver that's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I read that book, Stay in Your Lane, Diary of a Hot Mess. Oh, my God, you're D. Scott. Oh, my God, me and my friends read your book. And my dude is, like, sitting right there in the cab with me. You see what I mean? So he doesn't mm-hmm. understand that, like, I'm this way with you, like your woman, all these things, we we together, everything is good, and our relationship is relatively new. But, you know, at the same time, I don't belong to the public, but I do. So, yeah, I'm going to respond back to non-ignorant Instagram posts. Yes, I'm going to speak my mind. Yes, I'm going to have to sit down with dinners with men because this is a male-dominated business. The women that are dominating this Internet, you know, the Instagram and all that other stuff, they're half naked. That's not my shtick. That's not what I do. So, you know, unless I'm in, a, in an appropriated place, like if I'm in a pool, yes, I can post pictures of this, this, and this. But see, my problem is I end up with very, very jealous men. And so, unfortunately, jealousy and me don't mix because you, you don't have to share me with another man. That'll never happen. But the public is something different. So my phone is next to me. Like, I'm the person you should call if you go to jail or the hospital because my phone is literally next to my head all day, all night, you know. So for me, it's a situation where it's like, you know, I'm, you know, trying to make everybody feel included and make everybody feel special. And then I feel like as a man, the type of man that he is, he's looking at it like, you know what I'm saying? You think I'm a sucker and blah, 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 blah. No, I just think that we have two very different professions. He gets his hands dirty for work. I don't. You understand what I'm saying? So he's a man's man. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at somebody whose ego is going to get bruised by a grown-ass man walking up saying, wow, you're beautiful. You know, and I just had to tell him the other day, I said, you know, you know, we, we walk into a room and you know, a million guys are like, oh, my God, you look beautiful. I haven't seen you in so long, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I feel some type of way about that. I said, because the the person that I'm with didn't even tell me I looked good that day. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I think and that no, in I his would... mind, he feels like, well, you should already know that. No, 50 million men on a daily basis can tell me I'm the baddest motherfucker walking the earth. But if my dude don't tell me. Then I feel I've been now. I feel like you don't like me. I feel like we don't need to be together. I don't want it. So I would tell you, That's right? That's how I am. So given that, <laughs> and given the situation you're in, right? You know, so you know what you got. You know what you're working with. You know what it. You know what right, it is. You, you know, know I know. You know what he is, and you know what he isn't. So anything that comes from that, like in that particular vein, on the next side, do you ask for it, right? Because that's you, you chose to accept it, or you continue to accept it. On the flip, then, that's, then the question is, okay, well, cool. Well, I accept this, but does it does it make up over here? Because which leads me into another piece I'm doing a whole series about is the misconception of the eighty twenty rule. People hear terms, oh yes, let's talk about that. And then they hear in the in the Tyler Perry, you know, God bless them, Tyler Perry movies and shit, and it's all fucked up. So you know, the eighty eighty tell everyone what the eighty twenty rule is. I know what it is, but you tell everyone what the eighty twenty rule. Because so, motherfuckers is out here with forty sixty. <laughs> it's very simple, right? So people, the eighty twenty rule dictates that when you when you're making a decision, no matter whether it's a relationship, 
didn't matter whether it's a business decision or whatever. If you can get 80% of what you want, don't lose that 80% over 20, right? Go for the 80. That's it. Boil down simplicity. Boil down simply. And let me break it down for the, for the men. Let me break it down for the men. Mm-hmm. If your girl is at home, right, and she is nice looking, okay, she don't cheat, she keep her punani clean, she cooking for you, she cleaning, she doing what she's supposed to do every day by you and your penis, right, she's a good woman. You're attracted to her. She ain't, you know, withholding sex from you. But yet you see somebody that you know you could slut out real quick. 80% of what you really want is at home. Don't fuck up what's at home for that 20% that's in the street that might get your motherfucking head knocked off. That's the 80-20 rule in a nutshell. Women, too. Don't fuck up the dude that's paying your bills or the dude that's, you know what I'm saying, really there for you, helping you take care of kids that ain't his and all this other shit for the 20 Black China. Let's let's get right into that because I'm not going to talk about them because I don't give a fuck about them. But what Black China did was you had 80%, you had more than 80% because Rob's a big dude, but you had an 80% dude at home buying you jewelry, buying you cars, Ferraris, all this other shit. You cheat on him for a 5% dude, a 2%. I'm not even going to say 5% and disrespect that culture. You cheated on him for a 2% dude that put you on blast and took your jewelry back. Now you stuck. Now you have nothing. Because you're going to end up losing the 80 over the 20. You understand what I'm saying? But, so, for me, but here's I don't the flaw even make them type the of decisions. Oh, damn. But here's the, the flaw. I never thought about the but, flaw. But, but here's the flaw, right? The same way you just said she left the 80 for the 20. What people don't take time to look at is the way to average. Because what if that 20% is worth or 5% of that 20 is worth more than that entire 80 to you? Correct. So in this particular so in this particular case we let in her case it was I get what you're saying. Right. Well no, it doesn't no, no. It it doesn't matter. Take take the finance out of the right. Mentally, emotionally for her. So I know plenty of women, I know men too, so we use women, plenty of women who ha- who have everything quote unquote a woman could dream of in a relationship. But what they want. They really, really want and they're just living in a prison. And they would gladly they step away, or a lot of times step away from all of that shit just to have this type of relationship or be this kind of person, period, right? Or, so, or here's, here's a perfect example. I know, I know women who have who, – who live their life to, to grow up to be this trophy wife or this kept woman, this mm-hmm. dot dot shit. Honey, this is Texas, right? of course. Didn't realize what came with it. And they, right. they came at you. You're going to be by yourself like, well, all no, day. I want love. I want affection. I want to do the under nope. me. I want this. I want that. Rarely. Well, the guy that, that you happen. got with, that don't, that don't come with that. Right? So instead right. of being maybe with the, I usually perfect example, somebody says they want to, here, let's take a woman that's interested in me. I want to, I want a powerful dude who's moving around and making it happen. We were popular. All the bitches want them. Da 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 da. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. Okay. And then now you got me. Now what? Because what you, it's not going to be as easy as you thought. If you really just want to be cupcake, sit at home, chilling, and have this, you know, um, you know, two well, let me, ride, let me give you my take on that as well. My take on that is this. You know, if you want a rich man, ladies, you got to deal with a busy man. You know what I mean? And so, really, it's the same thing. And I had to tell my dude this today. I said, you know, you want this, this powerhouse of a woman. You want to be you know, the the 50% of this power couple and all this other stuff, that shit comes with prices. There's a consequence for that. I have to go out of town. You know, the entire time I've been with him, I really haven't had to do that. I haven't had to do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? But now, especially coming down here, you know, Houston is charged up. You know, getting around you, seeing how you film in three different things at one time. And I'm like, Denise, you got to get on your digital shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, with Tommy mentioning zero fucks on power. And, you know, people are like, oh, that don't got nothing to do with you, bitch, but it's my brand. So whether he meant it as far as my brand was concerned or not, that's my trademark shit. So at the end of the day, that's still when, when it happened, people was tagging me like, yo, did you see this? So at the end of the day, 
those things come with consequences. Yeah, I got a smart-ass mouth. You know why? Because I don't need you for, for, for rent money. I don't need you for this. I just need you to really have my back at all times. So the things that I ask for are free, but they're going to require a man's entire soul. And if you can't give me your soul, then I'm probably not the person for you. See, me, you know, you, you and I had this conversation yesterday about kings and queens. You remember what we talked about where I said a lot of these women – you know, <clears throat> they sit there and they talk about, I'm a queen this, I'm a queen that. Not everybody was queens. There was a bunch of concubines, too. And if you're talking about a man that's in king stature, not even just money, just, just namesake, just he can get the shit quicker than other people or he's gifted or talented. You're talking about a, 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 a betrothal of women that want this man. What are you willing to do to make sure that you're going you gonna to shine out of all of them? Because there's always going to be another broad somewhere. Right. Until you get married and there shouldn't be nothing outside the marriage, there's always going to be a broad somewhere. So you got to wake up every day treating this man like there is a thousand broads trying to take this motherfucker from you every day. And I don't think that a lot of women think like that. That's how I am in my relationships. But at the same time, I think that men, they slack off because they look at the woman, they like, she loves me. She ain't going nowhere. I'm dicking her down. I'm doing this. I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for her kid, whatever, whatever. Not realizing that, like, the one thing that I need you to do, which is be 100 with me, if you're not doing it, then shit ain't going to get wet, okay? <laughs> we not going to have a happy time. And the beginning of the end is motherfucking coming. See, and for me, I don't give people ultimatums. You know, I'll give you time to do your whole shit, your fuck shit, whatever it is that you're going to do. You you got time to go do that. But in the end, if I don't feel like I'm going to be chosen, I'm going to leave because it's a waste of my goddamn time. You know, and everybody's like, oh, you're older. Listen, yeah, I'm older. That don't mean I, don't, I can't get remarried. That don't mean I can't drop eggs in somebody else and have a surrogate and have another baby because I can. So these are things that, you know, people with extra, you know, a couple extra dollars have problems with. You understand what I'm saying? These are, mm-hmm. these are my current problems. So, but for me, I should never have to question a man's loyalty to me personally. I'm not talking about a relationship. I'm talking about when they were back in the day, knighting people, you know what, what, what people would say? God bless, you know, God. They would pray to God first, and then they say, God bless the queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? God bless the king. They would kill you for some treason-type traitor, you know, thing. So for me... You know, my man has to have my back 100% at all times, like ready to almost smack a motherfucker, male or female, child, dog, if they said something ill about me, because at the end of the day, you know me better than that. And if they're talking about me, they're talking about you. And so I feel like a lot of women, they look at it and they say, yeah, girl, I met him. You know, like you. They could easily say, you know what, he's not married, no kids, this, this, and this. Don't get it twisted. You gonna be out here competing every day, girlfriend, with the with the angels on the internet, cause honey, they is fierce. You would think that you knew each and every one of them individually and personally. I sat there myself and read the comments like they was really upset with you last night, and that just goes to show you the emotional nature of women that I am not a part of that particular clan. You know what I'm saying? Because if my man is somebody like a, a, a Steve, well, we ain't going to even bring up Steve Harvey. That was a whole other story. Remember, we were talking about that last night. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if my man was somebody in the public eye, and my men have been men in the public eye, it was known. You know what I used to tell them? Like, you better go get your little girlfriend before I do. Okay? Don't mm-hmm. be disrespectful. You know, I can't control it. And, and plus, not only that, I like nice-looking men. Like, for real, they'd be almost prettier than me. So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, There, there's consequences with that. When you got nice teeth, nice skin, nice hair, your man got a couple dollars, drive a decent car, there's a consequence with that. You know, but like I tell my dude all the time, you can go get with one of these, you know what I'm talking about, dude? I'll be like, you can go get with one of these little young girls, and then you're going to reach down there, and she's going to smell like pee because she don't wipe properly because they was raised by five. <laughs> So you can go ahead and you can get you a young girl if you want to. I said, because I can go and do the exact same thing. Trust me. And, and, and these older men ain't out here smelling like pee. So now name something they not. And I don't even date older men. Typically, typically I stay in my lane, you know, my age or younger. Um, but for me, you know, my thing is this, as long as the vibe is there, the vibe is the most important thing to me. And that was something else I was trying to convey to your angels last night. 
I don't care if a man had $10 billion. If I don't like you and our souls aren't linking up, I'm not messing with you. I'm going to be dry as a bone. I don't, don't touch me. If your vibe is off, I don't want it. Me, I speak to people's souls. I'm trying to snatch it, right? There's a lot of women out there, you know, the art of seduction is not dead, ladies. You know, there, you don't have to 60-day rule and all this. No, it don't have to be like that. At the end of the day, if I like somebody, then that's it. And it's not even looks. Mm-hmm. Like what I think is super attractive might not be super attractive to somebody else. You know, like mm-hmm. if I think somebody's body type is nice, you know, like my dude, you know, he's in the gym, whatever, whatever. He has an amazing upper or lower body. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I like the way he's built. You know, somebody else mm-hmm. may not like it, but I like the way he's built. So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I try to, 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 to compliment that. But a lot of women get this king and queen thing confused and, you know, they really think that I care. Like, if that's your boyfriend, I don't care if that's your boyfriend. I don't care. He's my boyfriend, too. That's our boyfriend. And mm-hmm. I say that in, in the <laughs> sense of don't come to, you know how I feel about that. Like, don't come telling me nothing about my dude. Oh, he tried to talk mm-hmm. to you. Okay, well, did he succeed? <laughs> he tried to talk right, to you. Right. Did, did he talk to you or, or not? Like, I'm not, I'm not with this shit. So, at the end of the day, if you feel like you could take something from me, then go ahead and get him. He'll come back. I'm not going to be around, but I'm just saying, like, women take that so, like, they get so offended and they get so hurt and they get so, like, and I'm just like, but if you really thought that man was a king, why would you expect anything less? Of course they're coming for him. You understand so what I'm saying? Me, the same thing you see in them, everybody else see it too. Some of, absolutely. So, let me, and let me say this part, just how you're ready for this flight. But dig this. One, one of the one of the, I think one of the things that people get wrong or the people get twisted when they listen to people like you or people like myself or, you know, Steve Harvey or whatever it is, one of the things that they get messed up is they don't listen to what's being said and apply it to their lives for their particular taste, for what they want and how it Correct. works. And I'll give you an example. Right. It's not all about it. I mean, I, I'm using this person who so happens she's very well to do. I have a very good friend of mine, gorgeous, who's an attorney, doing a thing, on track to completely retire outside of investments all that at the age of 40. She's crushing it, gorgeous the whole night. I've known her for uh, probably almost a decade. And when I tell you that she doesn't give a shit how much money her dude makes, and when I say she doesn't give a shit, what she cares about is, Whatever he, whatever he's doing, whatever he's chosen to do with his life, that he's maximizing it and doing it to the fullest. So if he's and an educator purpose. and he yeah. just wants to teach third grade, then he needs to be teacher. Of the, he needs to be striving to be teacher of the year. He doesn't have to want to be a principal. He doesn't have to want to escalate up the heights. Just whatever role he's choosing to be, he has to have that tenacity to be the very best at it because that's what she wants to impart in her children. Even when it comes to looks, she's a person who really does fall in mind first, action first, like literally the D and all of that comes. She's, she's titillated and turned off the opposite way than a lot of people, right? So the dude could literally look like whatever, as long as that other stuff's together. Now, she's a polar opposite of most people, but I'm just saying that to say she understands. She took the time to understand what's important for her, what she likes. She understands her 80-20 as well as the weighting of that, and then she pursues her life as such, and she keeps from not making the poor decisions. It's for the people out there who've never been married, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, some feel like you missed a boat because you're 30 and haven't been married, 35, 40. Well, on the, on the flip of that, right, you haven't been divorced either, right? So you still have the opportunity to bat a 1,000. But the most important mm-hmm. thing is to understand the poisons in your patterns understand truly what the components are of this thing that you that you want and you pursue as far as love and relationships and then make sure that you go get that and you don't you don't make deals it is what it is they either in or they out now that may mean being lonely that may mean your bed is cold for, for a good period of time but at the end of the day if you ultimately get what you want and the type of relationship and fulfillment that you seek the UK, if you won $50 million tomorrow on Powerball and you were broke and destitute and had to sell your body for 10 years before that, if you won $50 million, would you be really sure about the fact that you didn't have $50 million 10 years prior or be happy from the $50, 50 million going forward? 
You'd be happy from the $50 million going forward. You wouldn't even care about what happened in the past because it was inconsequential at this point, right? Because all that matters is what, what happened when you held out to get what you needed. And that's what I want to impart to your people, right? You hear people like us who have very powerful personalities, very determined opinions, but listen. And people think that right? means we're hard to love. That's to not true. Yeah, just hide it, how it applies to you. Different strokes for different folks, like they say. You know, what may be for you may not be for some. But conceptually, know what it is, right? Like, you know, I know, I know people who like to be what other people would call abused or walked over. They get mm-hmm. off, they like it. So who am I to right. tell them not to live? Or they're comfortable That's what they it, want. Right. That's their happy. That's their happy place. So if that's their happy place, then they should have that. But they're going to have to take whatever consequence comes with that. And I don't want to hear you arguing and bitching and moaning and complaining about it because you knew what it was when you got it, <laughs> right? So that's mm-hmm. what it is. But, um... I want to thank you. Yeah, I got to before I get ready to get this fight. I want to thank you for letting me hop on, like communicate with the with the zero fuck Thank nature, you. You know we'll be back down in body. August. Yeah. <clears throat> you know we'll be back down in August. So hopefully you'll get a chance to sit down and and do what I told you, which was sit down and have a conversation with with my people. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that you guys, business wise, it would be a nice meeting of the minds. Because he is a uh, he is a he does some investments, but. For me, you know, let me just put this out there, and a lot of the women, I'm going to say this to a lot of women on your show, you have to understand I'm a spoiled brat. So if I've been doing for myself and my father, you know, I had a father in my life and all these other things, there's certain things, like you said, that are non-negotiable. So if I don't get my fucking way, I don't want it. And people say, oh, it's not realistic. It is realistic because it's my life. So I can toy with some things. Huh? What did you say? Right. Right. So I can deal with certain things for a period of time. But then after a while, and this this is why, you know, I had a bevy of people that was like, oh, she's a stone cold bitch. She's a psychopath. She cut me off. We was in love on Tuesday and Friday. She didn't even, she spoke, you know, walked past me and she like she didn't know me. And the reason that I can do that is because at some point in time, you were told a million and one motherfucking times what I needed from you to be safe, mm-hmm. you know, so for me, I just require safety, I need to feel like, yo, if you bucking, I'm bucking too, if this dude say something to me, you knocking him out, remember, and again, Tyler Perry, bless his soul, in the movie, um, what was it, um, where the little girl caught AIDS and all that other stuff, and the pivotal moment was when dude was talking smack to her, and her husband didn't defend her in the street. Like, you didn't even try. You just was like, oh, come on, honey. And she was like, this punk ass. You see what I mean? And so she meets the dude with the jet, ends up being seduced by him because he was everything Mm -hmm. that her husband wasn't, right? So that, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of women on your show think that everything with me has to revolve around money. That's not really true. What I'm saying is that I'm comfortable in a certain place. If my dude doesn't have certain things in order, doesn't mean money. If you don't have certain fucking things in order... Me as a nurturer and a mother, I'm sitting there like, yo, we need to do this. We need to. I say we because we're a team. You know, it's not just me. It's not just you. We a team. So whether that ends in marriage or whether that ends in, you know, whatever it is we're doing, you need to know, like, I got your back, but I'm going to try to help you. So I've never been with somebody that just really came in you know Russell Simmons had a great quote one time and you know somebody was saying I'm tired of helping all these hoes and all these women with their their careers and all this other stuff and I don't get nothing out of it and Russell Simmons had a very famous quote and he said you know you're never gonna dim your light by shining it on other people you're only gonna shine brighter so you know basically what Russell Simmons was saying was like bitch I'm almost a billionaire okay and he said Mm -hmm. every woman I ever messed with she she's almost a millionaire right now. And that's his gift. That's his thing. He's like, basically, if you rock them with me, I'm going to put you in a position for you to make money. You understand what I'm saying? And then when we part ways, you ever notice Russell Simmons never had, had a bad breakup between the models, mm-hmm. come on, none of it. Never was a bad breakup. That's money. Because he's basically saying, whatever you made when you was with me, keep it. And, and, and not saying that that's, you know, the right thing to do because not everybody got it like that. But what I'm saying is that I'm not going to dim my light by trying to shine light on somebody else. And so I wish a lot of women would understand that we don't have to be docile. Yes, I cuss like a fucking sailor. You know why? Because it's my fucking show. So even though I was on your show last night, if you had told me Denise refrained from cursing, I would have easily. I grew up in the church. 
but that's just not what I do. You didn't ask. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I felt mm-hmm. like you wanted me to be who I was. Melissa was who she was. And that's what, you know, listen, you ladies got to understand, even when you put your little angry faces on there at me, you still gave me some attention. I'm a happy baby. I'm a happy girl. As <laughs> long as you're paying attention to me, you listening. As long as you're paying attention to me, you secretly buying my books. You secretly listening to this show right now that I get paid for every time somebody logs in and listens. And I get the check every month. So for me, I'm so much about money because I remember a time when I didn't have any. You understand what I'm saying? I remember a time when I was going through mm-hmm. my divorce, and this is why a lot of people, you know, they see the picture of my ex-husband and his daughter and my son, and they don't understand. That was a very painful divorce for me 10 years ago, coming up on 10 years. And it was painful because here's somebody that, you know, tried to take everything from me, and I had to literally rebuild. And so when you pour and sleeping on somebody's floor and the rest of your furniture is in the U-Haul, oh, yeah, money becomes extremely important to you. And so the people that were there for me, you know, at that time, those are people that, for me, I feel indebted to people that helped me in a time when I couldn't help myself. And so a lot of the women, they think like, oh, she's vulgar, she's this, she's that. Because you know what? If I wasn't out here making money moves or making man moves, I would be still broke, crying, waiting on somebody to love me. I ain't waiting on nobody to love me. You either love me or you don't, you know. And so mm-hmm. definitely <clears throat> you and I are going to get together. We're going to do what we said. We're going to make it happen. I'll be back down here next month. We got to do a visual of us doing my show now for your YouTube. What you thinking? Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. To and I YouTube. definitely think that we need about to. Raw and cut content. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, I mean, it was so crazy last night because a lot of people don't realize you had a camera sitting in front of us. There was your camera guy behind that. And then he was filming. So there were, like, literally three different shows going on last night. Now, how did the um, the Facebook Live go, and, and, and where can I find it at? Because people are like, I want to see the show. I want to see the link. And I'm like, I'm not even on Facebook right now. Oh, so it's that you know. So we recorded the whole thing. So that piece was for YouTube, for YouTube that'll drop next month when we launch the page, the Facebook Live. But we, now, we what about the Facebook Live? Five or ten, we want to be able to be on there for five or ten minutes. <laughs> and up, and up, oh up, my god! For a whole hour. So that that's that that's that's too rich. So I let uh. They had like I and I told them that when we uh dropped it. So they had to this morning to peep it and between. Last night when we started, it was like three thousand people, thirty one people, hundred people had oh viewed it. And by the time I by the time I cut the clip this morning, it was like right at ten thousand people. So, I knew that because it was thirty one hundred while we were filming. Like when you shut the cameras off, it was at three thousand people. And that's what people don't understand. Mm-hmm. You gotta do your numbers so they can run you your check. So I need to get yeah. how do I get a clip of it so I can watch it? We was lit. It'll be once <laughs> once uh, I have my camera guy download everything and um from the memory cards and drop it to edit and all that and then I'll shoot it up but I'll shoot you the the content yeah and then I and what actually, about I no I just the want live. the Facebook oh the Facebook's going but I I say I thought I said the downloaded the live video was supposed to and it didn't uh it didn't download but mm. I got the actual hard that's why we taped it the whole thing taped it yeah. But as you know, they yeah, can't you got to download like that uncut and send it to me so that I can put that link so that people can see, you know, how we all interact with you, me, and Melissa and everything. And she texted me, too. She's so funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. Y'all are so much like It's crazy. But, look, I got to get know, on your I know, I know. But you get going, and I got to get going, too. I'm meeting up with my girl, Liz. So, guys, make sure you tune in. Make sure you follow him. And we're going to leave with my other Jay-Z song, Caught in Their Eyes. And I will tune in with you guys next week. Thank you. Ready for it. All right. Ready for it.
My crash course was much tougher around friends who kill their friends and hug their friends' mother and show up at the funeral complete with blank stairs, invisible ink. I had to read things that wasn't there. Memories may sneak down my cheek, but I can see a side eye in my sleep. Uh. Ready for a deep breath to love the boy. Eyes open them up, check off the coins. McMillan, he must be colorblind. They only see green from them purple eyes. They eyes high, they eyes high. My eyes wide shut to all the lies. These industry niggas, they always been fishing. But ain't no biggie, your lazy eye, huh? This guy is slave on his face. You think he wanted the masters with his masters? You greedy bastards, so tickets to walk through his house. I'm surprised you ain't auctioning off the castle. Don't big bro me, don't big homie. Seen pure admiration become right. I've been to Paris at least two times. I seen the Eiffel, I seen the Eiffel. Ready for a deep breath to love the boys. Eyes open them up, take off the coins. Still singing from tears, they try to steal. I'm ready for us, ready for real. Solicistic, admit it, I see you there. So it seems, so you seem. I can't tell if your image is just a flare. In my dreams, in my Nigga with that 